Hello and welcome to Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm your host, Dave. You still only hear pause. Yeah, suffer. Pause more. And <laughs> cats. And I'm Perrin. And I'm feeling exactly what my cat is expressing right now because I'm sure that picked up on the mic because my cat is a star of, of this podcast. He makes an appearance almost every time. God damn it, you cats. <laughs> hey, guys. Seriously, we're broadcasting here. <laughs> Children behave. I will turn this car right around. <laughs> I'm serious because I haven't gotten around to saying that yet. And we are joined again with lovely, intelligent guests who can introduce themselves. I'm Natalie Ray Wass. I am Bombshell LaBelle. And we are here to drink scotch. Yay! Which Dave will now start the pour. Of. I, I will when uh-huh. people start talking. Well, that's how it works. I, I know, but you start the. I, I say People you're going to start the pour, and People then I tell start them. Start talking. Hey, what, what episode is this? <sighs> Sixty-two. <laughs> Next running gag. Uh, we'll see. Okay. We have running gags. Shut up, Dave. <laughs> that was one of them. Okay, now now no, that, that's two. Can we can we get a third one? No. Okay, good. I literally can't remember any of our running gigs ever. That's because we, we, we aren't tasting yet, so you can't apple my ass. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's technically not a euphemism. Bombshell, <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome to the show. Thank you. Excited to be here. So, so, so Natalie joined us two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and so, uh, so she's already familiar with what's going on. So, so you, you're the rookie of the table, so you get to talk first. So uh, what is it you do that people would be interested to see? Uh, well, I'm a burlesque perform- performer locally here in the Twin Cities. Um, and St. Cloud. And St. Cloud, true. True, thank you, Natalie. Uh, I'm actually a member of a troupe in St. Cloud called Carnival Revolver. It's a burlesque and sideshow troupe. Um, so I make the journey up there a couple times a year to go do shows. And my shtick is that I do burlesque on stilts, or stilt-esque, if you will. So That sounds yeah. <laughs> and yet vaguely dangerous. A little bit, yeah. I could fall and hurt myself. But uh, it hasn't happened yet, knock on wood. But uh, yeah. So, so, so <laughs> when you play the local area, are there troops that you generally play with? Is there a date that you usually play? What, what, what? Um, not, there's, well, weekends, of course, or Friday, Saturday, for the most part. But um, troops I've performed with pretty regularly are Bippy's Burlesco Rama, that's in St. Paul at the Camp Bar. Um, there's the Nudie Newbie Show, which is the second Friday every month, and that's the Townhouse Bar in St. Paul. Um, and then Palace Burlesque at the Palace Theater or Wild Times in St. Paul as well. And then it's just kind of a hodgepodge. I might get asked to do a show tomorrow or next week or in an hour. Who knows? <laughs> it varies all the time. <laughs> you, you ever done the uh, Hot Dish or Dr. Tobago's? Yeah. Okay, then that's where I, I, I thought your name sounded familiar, so I think I've seen you perform a couple okay, times. Yeah, too, I did so. a Hot Dish Cabaret in April this year. That was my first that, time at Ground Zero. It was a lot of fun. Okay, then it's possible that that was... I caught your first time there, then, because <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Small world. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I know their stage, one of their stage manager people. So, Mana. She's a mm-hmm. former guest of the show. Sure. Nice. Say Mana the Destroyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... I, and, and I try to make it out. I mean, I've, I've known Mona for a long time, and oh, yeah. so I get invited out to... Burlesque shows all the time. Uh, another friend of ours, Nate Getch, used to MC um, for one for a while. So, yeah, Mona just hosted uh, the Twin Cities Top Drawer Burlesque Expo um, this past weekend that I performed no, at. Two weeks ago. <clears throat> or two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. <laughs> it's August 16th. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. We're live. Yes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Running gag number, what are we on now? <laughs> okay, so uh, Dave's got that pour out there. So let, let, let's move on to this first one here. We are drinking the Cadenhead Small Batch. It is distilled at Kalila. Mm. So this is an independent bottler. This this episode is independent bottlers, folks. Okay. <laughs> so What's Kalila? Or where is Kalila? Kalila is a distillery in... Scotland? In Scotland, though. It, it, okay. it, it's one of the Ely ones, so the, yep. the island that is known for the Peaty Smoky, which and, I can uh, already... I can uh, totally yes, smell it, yeah. yeah. It makes me happy. Yeah. Very, very yeah. light color. Oh, yeah, this, yes. this, is, this is a pale straw. Now, that uh, that is something that is more common with an independent bottler, because uh, most distillers will throw some caramel color in for that 
extra deep yellow and amber color. Because ah. that, that shows it tastes better. Right, right. Instead of uh, leaving it the way that it comes out of the bottle and letting the scotch deep for itself. So you'll find that uh, independent distillers will mm-hmm. more often leave it the natural color mm-hmm. versus deciding to make it darker so that it seems like, it. oh, this is a nice, deeper color. It's like, oh, well, guess what I can taste? Caramel color. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. It tastes like caramel. Very like, nice nose. Yeah, it's very, yeah. very smoky. I, I was going to say, it's a super smoky nose, so if you know that's what you like. Then I, 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 I've been looking forward to opening this bottle since I bought it in November during the sale, you know, knowing that we were going to do the podcast, you know, thing. So, uh that was a good time. It's been a couple of shows that I did. Uh, Top Value Liquor uh, at, at, at 50th and Central in, uh, is that Columbia Heights? Yes. Yes, Columbia Heights. Is it 50th? Or the, yeah, it is 50th. It's 50th. It's not 49th. Yes, yeah, it's 50th. Every November, uh, the second week is when it generally starts. They have 15% off. Uh, they have a 15% off all the scotch. And mm. we cannot recommend enough. Uh, going there during that time because they have an excellent selection. The first day, they always have a tasting. Yes. Nice. Reasonable oh, yeah. prices yeah. to begin with. So yes. it's not the. Yes. We're way overpriced. So by 15%, we're roughly what everyone else has. Right. No, they're right. good priced, and then they come down, and given that scotch is not inexpensive. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. We, we, we take advantage. And so I typically buy the, the year's worth of scotch for the show <laughs> at once. So the receipt's as long as my arm, and I just drop four grand. But, you know, uh, yeah. it, it, it is a thing. So this this is one um, when when Dave and I went to start picking out independent bottles that we wanted to have. Uh, this was my first choice. So I will say I'm not getting a whole lot beyond I am smoke. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm not either. And and Colila is kind of you know a little heather. My mm-hmm. go-to distillery. I, if I was going to say something else, definitely some sort of grassy. And heather is definitely where I, I would classify. I mean, mm-hmm. it is Scotland, so well, right. <laughs> Mm, I should have spent I'm, more time smelling the heather, I guess. I mean, I've been around a lot of heather in my life, but like, I don't know that I could identify that. as a. What? I, I, I dated a heather. I don't think it's the same thing, though. <laughs> Did you smell like this? Not a good day. Bring back bad memories? Wow. Oh, no, no. <laughs> this is this, 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 this good memories, heather. Oh, this, oh, well, that is nice. powerful. This is, this is not a weak, mild, or um, unopinionated scotch. Oh, no, it's not. Wow. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, what? 52-2. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Another thing that uh, independent <laughs> bottlers tend to do is they tend to leave it close to the cask strength. Oh, wow. Good job with the warning, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> so, there are some people who drink cask strength straight. Okay. And they're called drunks. <laughs> well, there have, there have been one or two that I've actually had that... I normally won't drink cask strength because they're they're mm-hmm. just too alcoholic. There have been one or two that have just really been good at cask strength. Actually, the the Aran malt cognac finish one that we had on the show, um, I I deeply enjoyed and, that one. And the Mortlock, the Mortlock yeah. cask strength that I had. But this is definitely on the the more zippy end. Yep, yeah, this, this was this was a very powerful. Lots of smoke. I felt like I was breathing fire for a minute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but, in, alcohol but in a good way. I mean, it's a fun experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm not... Because of the castering, it's really hard to get much more in the palate than, woof, there's the alcohol. Mm-hmm. Definitely getting the smoke and the peat. Yeah. Um, more smoke than peat, mm-hmm. um, certainly. And I would even say I don't know if it's just that because it's what we get in the nose. I would even say I'm getting a little bit of the of the heather on the palate. Yeah, um, pleasant finish for all that the alcohol is kind of a yeah wow. But it's uh, a little I, woody in the finish. I think. Yeah, yeah. Yep. The 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 tannic the oak does come out in the finish. But I have to say I'm looking forward to diluting this yeah. a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and I'm going to add more than the typical just a touch of water. Yeah. Because this one... I this would one. suggest adding two caps. Really? For those... Of, yes. Um, right. Typically they say that you should do like a one-to-one ratio, but I don't think that that's... One-to-one one would be a little too much, this one. I'd maybe go to a two-to-one. That's probably about what I did on mine. And I suppose I should probably palate cleanse a little bit here. Oh, that's much mellower. 
Still very smoky. Do you, do you have this practice, Michelle, of putting water in your whiskey? No, I just or your scotch. It. I'm sorry, Scottish people. I can't, I can't <laughs> start calling it scotch. I just, I just drink it. I don't enjoy it, so this is a treat. <laughs> <laughs> I just throw it back. Oh, good. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> yeah, the smoke is definitely um, hmm. atri- uh, attenuated. Yeah. Might be book of words. Atrophy. Yeah. Not your real word. Yeah, it, it, it's it's not kicking in the pants the way it was. I mean, I, I, I could probably still smell it on the table, but I don't want it that far from my mouth at this point. This is, this is, I like it. I'm going to call the other one of my distilleries that I go to. So Definitely lost the the backhand mm-hmm. on first drink. Yeah. 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 Very pleasant smoke just kind of settles yeah. in mm-hmm. and takes hold of your tongue. It, I'm not sure that's what I want from my booze, you guys. It's a bit much for me. And that's valid. Yeah, yep. you know, I'm a little um, bossy in that. Come back again in December. Okay. Really, yeah. This, this, oh, is, definitely, yeah, this is definitely a cold weather fireplace mm-hmm. yeah. under the yeah. Afghan kind of... Or um, late September around a campfire at night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. Well, if I smoked one, I would agree with you. Yeah, I don't either, um, but I can, I can tell yeah. if you would... I'm, I'm a little disappointed it's not revealing much else. Yeah, that's yeah. true. There's no there's no other qualities to it that I was hoping would come through um, when it was a little diluted. It's not bad. It's just, it's not like, oh, oh one note. underneath there's citrus or something that, you know... Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the water, rather than bringing something to the fore, simply dilutes the kick in the teeth. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what you got before is, is what you continue to get. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's it's cool. Oh, so it's early. it's it's nice. Uh, the other thing, I think this would be really nice. Now he's having a good face. <laughs> this this would be really nice, wet, with a well, as opposed to you know, with a really good state. Yes, I actually think the the kind of smoky that it is. Feels a bit meaty to me already. Mm-hmm. I really think it would go well with barbecue or like a yeah, nice some, dark meat. I mean, it's such a strong. Yeah. It is one note, but it's such a strong note. It's something that you could eat or with like game, you know, yeah. with actual hunted food. Yeah, strong like any um, venison or mm-hmm. something like that. Say that venison. Something yeah. that you smoked, it would go really well with. Yeah, could see that. I wonder how smoked but, salmon would too. Much? Mm. I'm always a fan. See, smoked salmon, you can't go wrong with smoked salmon. Exactly. So, see, I, I would feel that might be smoke overload. I, I'm looking forward... I'm willing to take that risk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, okay, that no, sounds fine. No, That's okay. I, mean, I, I get where you're going. For myself, personally, I think I would rather have the smoke in just one, possibly two items on my plate. And so, I think for me, I would much rather, you know, broil my grass-fed filet that I have in the, in the fridge right now with, with this... So maybe I won't crack them all back. Maybe I'll have it with this. This mm. sounds like a great idea. Okay. But uh, I don't know how well this would pair with the s'mores like we often do at OmegaCon. But uh, I could be all right. Mm-hmm. I'd still eat them. Well, and we have some pretty extreme s'mores. Oh, yeah? What do you oh, put yeah. on? Well, uh, I think one of the more extreme ones has been um, brown sugar cinnamon Pop-Tart for the outer layer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cracker, uh, for the round cracker. Yeah. A jumbo marshmallow. Then uh, either a Ghirardelli square with caramel oh. inside, or dark chocolate, <laughs> or paper cubes. Yeah, yeah. Or Let's do this. I've seen one that was a dark chocolate square, and then on top of that was a Reese's peanut butter cup. I was gonna say mm. that. Need some of that. Love me some Reese's. Mm-hmm. I've so, been doing it wrong all this time. See, so yeah, I think I think this year I'm so planning on doing the. the I feel that way. I, I, I think I'm planning on doing the jumbo marshmallow with the Oreos. Oh, I think that also that also works, but yeah, we're we're very much the you know you can go with we have the ingredients. For I'm, not, your, I'm not gonna roast the oreos. I'm just gonna yeah. I really have to sleep on all this new information. And, you know, <laughs> next time when you have me back, you should you should or you should think about going to Omega Con mm-hmm. because you know when does it happen? Uh, well, there's Sex. Omega Fall and Omega Spring. Yeah, Omega Fall okay. will be coming up. It's the second weekend in November. I know there's still space in my room unless Jerky over here is claiming it. Um, 
He's been begging me to go to an Omega. <laughs> and then Omega Springs still has hotel rooms available, and that is April last week. Last week, last week. <laughs> and um, where does it happen? Siren, Wisconsin. Siren, Wisconsin, which is oh, yeah. just like ninety minutes, seventy okay. minutes yeah, thereabouts. It's not that far. But basically, it's a it's a weekend long uh, pajama gaming party mm-hmm. where sobriety is optional. Yeah, and <laughs> spend uh, time in the hot tub. You there's nice there's also not in your pajamas at that point. <laughs> what, what I usually walk around in my bathroom. Not usually, yeah. Um, and then your bathroom? You mean the one I gave you? Yes, the one that you gave me. <laughs> <laughs> shiny food. Is, shiny food is good food. There is a whole lot of deep frying. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also slack is making sure you maintain your good slack level. Yeah. Not I don't even know what that means. Slacking. Oh, just slacking in general, just a casual kind of a slacking. I'm quite lazy as a general so this will be fine. It's um, not a problem. I, I pick it up when I need like to get it done, work. but you know. And it, yeah. It ranges. Yeah. Like it that. ranges from there are people who go up there and knit. Oh sure. Mm-hmm. And that's their weekend, and for them that is. And then it's just not slacking, though, that's productive activity. But it's a relaxing productive activity. You know, activity. I can't be bothered to I mean, judge. I mean, if, if they can make Sylvester Stallone knit as a relaxing <laughs> thing in Demolition Man. Yeah. Judging okay. is okay. way more energy than... Oh, excellent. I see. Um, and then down the... Thea- down the, the Well, across the parking lot... Give me hair ribbons. Nice. Yeah. Across she, the front, she, she my hair. Beard, you know you do have lovely hair for the ribboning, so yeah, I mean, no, my beard. Yeah. She, she, oh yeah. She put it for my beard. So. Across the street is a restaurant that that um they expect us now in pajamas. Nice. Because since it is literally you across the parking so lot, many pajamas. you just walk across the street and mm-hmm. there you are. I bought the footies. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. in the spring, they open up the mini golf course, Moose Mulligan Mountain. So, so good. So good. I'm in. Yeah. And and. The, <laughs> And and the other people who will be playing on that course are prom. Yeah. <laughs> you guys yeah. like perfect. They're like yeah. Yeah. that sounds and, fine. And then and Michelle and I will bring our dresses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. And uh, and then the other um, there is a four screen, a little tiny four screen theater, like that we do a group expedition to to see a movie. Oh, awesome! Not that you it. have to. Sure. And then there's. There are some weird, weird, weird people who go to this thing and run. What? They go for a run in the morning. That's never fun. I, I know. I will never run. I might go because I'm kind of into peer pressure. I like things other people are doing. The, the best part is when it was snowing and they came back from their run. They still did their run and they came back covered in snow. It was, awesome. it was awesome. Yes. So now the pretentious reading. Oh yeah. Well, good. Here, Let's here's do the this. thing: because we have an independent bottler, mm-hmm. the pretentious reading is uh, not. You have the wrong one. That that that's the box. The color that came in. Oh, but you're still, you're still not wrong. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> uh, they they really don't do pretentious bullshit. Short shrift on this. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, hey, William Garden head bottling. <laughs> oh, Cadenhead. Cadenhead, sorry. There's dun, a dun, 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 head bottling. You know, you guys, I gotta tell you, when you don't give away too much, it allows for an air of mystery. You know? That's very mis- true. I can tell you that. I'm, <laughs> I'm not very well, good at it. Well it's not my strength, but I understand it in other people. <laughs> the whiskey in this bottle has not been treated to change its color. It is free from additives and has not been subjected to chill filtration. We got that. That is quite literally. We totally sense that. Other than the surgeon, the, the surgeon general warning. Can you tell us about these crackers too? What are they? Um, they're like lefsa. They're they're, they're they're wafer crackers that I bought a big box of probably at Costco, like a year ago. No, Yay, Costco. Costco. <laughs> they're they kind of a little bit magic though. They are. And the cheeses, one year aged cheddar. I don't know. It's an aged cheddar. From Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and that is the Citrus Ginger Bellavito. Oh, it's good, it's yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, they did not have my aged Tavardi. I was very upset. No, this is lovely. I'm going to have to go to a different company to get it now. I, it was awesome. So so I, I took a, a trip out to Portland in the middle of the July to hang with my World of Warcraft guildies, as we, as we do every summer. And, and Portland was was the destination this year, as opposed to we've done Boston a couple of times. We've done we've done Vegas. Um, next, next year, we're looking to do Atlantic City. Uh, they actually have the aged Tavardi at a store that I, uh, of the brand that I usually get at a store there. So I'm like, I must get this and introduce you all to like my favorite crack. And so I, I come to them and they're like, oh, oh, uh, it's 
like, hey, dude, I only bought one one block. This is this is, this is mine. That, that was that was you got your taste. <laughs> I've introduced for, for, you. Now go away. First taste is free. Now pay your daily. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> are are you? So many people don't understand that. Yeah. <laughs> are you both cheese aficionados? Or oh my god. Just... I'm not a Packers fan, but I am a cheesehead. It's the one food I always have in my fridge, no matter what. I I love it. It's mm-hmm. my favorite. You know, I won't lie to you. I know what I like, but I can't say that I've dealt super, super deep. But, you know, I love me some cheese. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that the fact that I haven't gotten too snobbish allows me to actually appreciate more. The cheese that comes around is some good cheese. So I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> so, 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 so then I'll, 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 I'll segue briefly before we get back to the scores here into uh-huh. one other little thing because cheese is involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm in another... Club, local club um, mm-hmm. called Meat Mates, where we go to various steakhouses across Ooh, the Twin Cities. Meat, meat, and and and, <laughs> meat. and we went to Erte in northeast Minneapolis, oh, yeah. and they have a poutine. <laughs> How'd you feel? But their poutine is not like most poutine, where it's you know because poutine for those of you who aren't familiar, it's fries generally a little on the soggy side, with um, cheese curds and usually a heavy just brown gravy. Uh-huh. Uh, if Annie's had cheese curds, they'd have the best fucking poutine, but Annie's does not have cheese curds. Um, yeah. This poutine was really good fries for, for, for what they were doing with the poutine. They were, they were a little less soggy than, than would be typical, but they were the right kind of fries for what they were carrying, which was brie. Oh, so good. With lemon hollandaise. Oh, my God. Instead of some gravy. Okay. But also steak tips, which is where I think they went wrong. I think yeah. they, I think they should make this a breakfast dish, and I think it should be like either bacon and eggs, or it should be ham and eggs with the lemon holidays and the brie, because that would be phenomenal as a breakfast dish. Steak would be a little chewy. I would have to have well, all it of doesn't them go with to the make lemon a good judge. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's twice. It sounds fine to me. I'm, I'm about yeah. it. But Honestly, here's the thing, that without just... the beef would have been better, in, in my mm. opinion. And they needed a little bit more brie and a little bit more holidays for the amount of fries that were there, but... but mm. huh. it, Rather than, I don't know. Rather than uh, being, we need to try it first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rather than throw myself that, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh my god, meal that poutine usually is. This was kind of a light, you know, if, if, a fluffy poutine. Yeah, if you, <laughs> it seems better. If, if, I'm fine. I'm fine with it. I don't often describe food as bright, but this was a very bright That's poutine. My, it was. Yeah. It, 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 it's my middle name. It was pretty decent. <laughs> <laughs> I I got to have the, the the best cheese experience of my life was on a Disney cruise. <laughs> wow! Uh, they they have the only Michelin rated restaurant a sea uh, afloat. Excuse me, at sea. Uh, uh-huh. It is Remy's. They do know cheese. It's huh. yeah, Remy for the rat. Right. And uh, it is a really amazing restaurant. And the cheese course, because it's a whole freaking course, of course. Oh. They roll out the cheese cart, and the waiter who is French, because they all are, mm-hmm. introduces each cheese to you. And and while he doesn't quite, it's damn near, I'd like to introduce you to blah, blah. It's a friendly See. cheese. I mean, it's... it's uh, and yeah, my favorite was, this cheese is served with honeycomb. I'm in love every time. It's you know, hard. Because, yeah. you know, it's like... And, I mean, he could basically tell us which bee made each bit of the honey. I mean, it was... <laughs> Oh god! So I need to good. borrow a child and go on this Disney cruise. Just it's take me. It's really fun. Okay. Yeah, right. Here's the great thing: we went on two, three Disney cruises, two, three, whatever it was, without a child. The great thing oh. is about Disney cruises: the children have things to do in their own area, so you don't have packs of feral children roaming the hallways. You know, a pack of feral children can strip a man to the bone in under two minutes. I've seen it. Yep. <laughs> it's pretty horrifying. We, you know, Bombshell's other life, we have some experience. Yes. We've, we've worked together on, on some stuff. <laughs> it's true. Involving children being in the vicinity. <laughs> and, um, yeah. We treat them well if they, if they stripped us to the bone. <laughs> but, yes, we're... I've been on several Disney cruises and had great fun, but the, nice. the restaurant there was... O to die for. So anyway. good. Shall we scores? Oh, shall gosh. we rate? One to five. Oh, yeah, where am I? Yeah. So, 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 so three, three is the absolutely neutral. You mm, don't feel positive or negative about it. I will throw myself on this to start. I had mixed feelings. It was a little overwhelming dry. It was nice wet, but I was a little unhappy with the one note. A little underwhelming. A little under, yeah, under, well, I liked it wet, but it, it, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a 3.4. I would okay. happily try this again. It was pleasant. 
I was a little disappointed. It could have been a lot more. Yeah. I, I, I will say that Colila being a distillery that has been good to me, at least in terms of their their standard 12-year bottling, which is still one of my favorites. The Distillers Edition didn't speak to me. I've had one other Colila, which was better than average, but again, not that stellar. And, and that's kind of where I'm going to throw this. I'm trying to decide whether or not I think the 3-4 was generous or not. Um, I hate to match it two in a row, but I might just have to. <laughs> I, I, I think your 3-4 is pretty spot on, so... I control your mind! <laughs> You're doing well just now. Don't take it too far. Hmm. Next. Oh, does that make it me? Sure. You guys, I hate to uh, rain on the parade, no, no. but I gotta tell you, it's a little kicky for me. I just can't... I can't quite get behind the There's intensity. No um, so I'm gonna go 2.7. Okay. That's what I mean. We, we've got different scotch that appeal to you, maybe not actually on this show. But exactly. It's, it's about knowing what you like. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one reason we do this podcast, is so that people can listen to it and say, oh, yeah, I don't like smoky, or I love smoky. And, and, not, and we had to break him with this whole never met a scotch or didn't Yeah, that, that, that was that's mm. just ouch. But um, yeah. partly because scotch is broke hard. Right? And so... You want to be able to go in and not be like, I don't know, I, mm-hmm. should I spend $70 on this bottle, which I may or may not enjoy? Absolutely. And this is hopefully going to give people some guidance on I mean, it. I love smelling the smoke, but it was really just a little bit more like, Whoa. I will say, this being what it is, I'm sure that this was probably more than $70. I, yeah, I, I, I was <laughs> using that as a metaphor. Uh-huh. I, it's <laughs> a but, metaphor. It's a $70 metaphor. metaphor. <laughs> For those of you who've touched money. is not a bad number for him to throw up, because looking at the range of scotch uh, in, in your average liquor store that's not behind the locked glass mm-hmm. cabinet, mm-hmm. you're going to have the dirt cheap stuff, which may Doors. or may not... Doers. No, no, single malt. No, even even single malt, you're going to have your dirt cheap stuff. Your 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 Dringuish, which was okay. Yeah. Um, your Lismore, which was not. <laughs> um, and so you, you may or may not get something that's good, but you've got your you've got your low end. You've got your basic end, which is the forty to to fifty five range, which is where a lot of our intro bottles came from. Then you've got kind of the middle range, which is the seventy to a hundred. And then you've got the hundred to two hundred, and you've got stuff way past that. Well, yeah, you can. Um, in, in, in your high ends, you can get far. thousands for for that, a bottle. That easily. bottle behind you, which our listening audience can't see, but it, we'll we'll tell you, is the Odin uh, was what three twenty five. Yeah, oh. that's three twenty five. Wow! And yeah. did you love it? I mean, was it the Odin? All the ones that came in that container, because you can see I've got a couple others that do. That oh, one yeah. was mm-hmm. was the best of them. Uh, it was still not three hundred dollars best. Gotcha. But it was really good. But it was good. Yeah. But I want some, I went, I'm sorry this is a sidetrack, but it was fascinating to me. I once accidentally went on a lunch date with the guy who bought $400 champagne. Oh. Um, and it was a kind of magical, he's a very lovely man if you're listening. I mean, he was amazing. I just had no idea what was happening because I don't buy champagne. <laughs> so I was just, you know, buying my $16 dinner. I'm like, oh, I hope this isn't too expensive. Because <laughs> um, it was, you know, the day after my birthday or something. But, um, you know, that champagne was really delicious. Um, but I don't know, $400? That would probably be more amazing. delicious because you didn't pay for it. <laughs> That's absolutely the truth. Say, can you set me up on some accidental <laughs> <laughs> Well, I shouldn't call it an accidental date. It was just, I didn't, I don't know. I just was picturing the, what? I'm, oh, I'm on a date. Holy crap! <laughs> Um, well, I'm not like a married person accidentally dating or anything. Yeah. I mean, I am just a woman. <laughs> not just a woman. Thank you. Thank you, Bert. You're absolutely right. I have a lot of Oh, no, no. You didn't say anything. Why not? I'm like, oh. And I'm stopping. Bombshell, why don't you talk now? <laughs> Um, all right, back to the scotch. Um, again, I'm kind of new at the tasting thing, but I have drank some scotch in my time. Mm-hmm. I do agree uh, with previous comments. The initial taste without water kind of felt like there was a cloud of smoke just going through my nose and cleared out, oddly, even though it felt smoky. All hail the smoke cloud. <laughs> yeah. um, adding the water, though, did liken me to it a good deal. I'm, I'm going to be maybe generous. I'm going to 3.5. I enjoyed it. There's nothing wrong with liking yeah. things. <laughs> it's far better than the alternative. Yeah. 
I got some of that downstairs if you'd like. Yeah, no, I've, I've See, there. I probably need to try the really bad stuff. I, I'm probably, yeah, I'm skewed. Well, and the fascinating thing is something tastes great. Right. Yeah. Right. There are a couple, though, that... No, well, there, there, there's a few that we would, we would question your sanity. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> well, yeah. I think I got rid of the Fenderin, so I don't have that. You give it to Awen. I don't know if I gave that to Awen or not. We had some Awen, did we give that to you guys, Matt? Because we, we were trying to expand our boundaries. Oh, right. There are some boundaries you should not cross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Welsh don't get don't it. Don't go into Wales. Not well, so much yet. Do we, go, but just maybe don't drink as much. Well, well we, yeah. we, we, we've, had a, we've had actually a fair amount of international scotch on, on here. We've had a couple from India. We've had oh, we've had a Taiwanese. Yeah. Yeah. We've mm-hmm. had Pretty good. Uh, <laughs> Japanese, of course. The Japanese. Sure, we've sure. had um, the, the Welsh. We've Canadian. had a Swedish. And we've had a Canadian. Uh, and we've had... Uh, Four thus far Irish single malts, or is it? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Like two, three, no. three shows. No, it's a season three. We've had we've three, had six. six. We've had six single malts. Although I think we repeated a distillery at least one. Yeah, the, uh, we've, we've, we've done the Napoke Castle twice yeah. now. Mm-hmm. But they were different. Uh, but we digress. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I know you need to yeah. do some judging. Yeah, uh, you know it was a single note, but it's a single note that I like. It had a really neat effect of having fire in my mouth while smoking at the same time. It was it was kind of neat, neat, uh, but definitely wet. I found that it was it was pleasant, and you know when you're paying a good chunk of change, it's not bad mm-hmm. when you get to water something down and have it taste better. So, sure. Okay. Like stretch it out. Noted. Stretch it out. Uh, Who's just paying for it? Like you're paying for it. I, I have paid for scotch. Just not mine. <laughs> well, it, that's not, because not, it's, not, it's not podcast scotch. It's I totally. Whoa, yeah, yeah. whoa, it's whoa, 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 moving on, gentlemen. Oh my gosh. Okay, no, no, no. Like a married, I was fighting like a married couple of Swiss, one of the running gags. So we're at what, six now? Three, three months ago, I want to say, I brought a bottle. I remember it not. It was the Canadian <laughs> I for. Wait, That's no. right. I didn't pay you back that for that one. You got it on my request. <laughs> so I just um, read a story. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, three and a quarter. Well, we've got a second pour for Dave. Oh yeah. Yep. Here we go. I, I agreed with oh, Perry two in a row. Remember? That's right. So, it's just so weird. I just blocked it on my ground. <laughs> <laughs> Probably two. So while Dave is pouring our next pour. Um, I, I thought I would leap in where you normally tread. Do you have either of you have something you would like to mention as an upcoming show? Given Remember, that we are in this August sixteenth. Yes, <laughs> this is true. You know, I chatted about a couple of my actual upcoming shows two weeks ago um, on our podcast, but I do want to mention that I work as a singing telegram and kids party entertainer for a company called Party Crashers. Should you have any needs along that general line, uh, you can, uh, I'm pretty sure the website is www.apartycrasher.com. And I, I specialize in princesses, but, you know, in terms of singing telegrams, I don't do strippers. But other than that, well, except for except for there was this one time when you know, you know, in Little Miss Sunshine, that independent movie where they have the eight-year-old girl who does the strip tease. I will do that for you. I will be Olive from Little Miss Sunshine so, if that's so you're what you're looking for. A singing princess. Yeah. Okay. Yep, I sing the various. You know, I'm all the Disney oh, princesses except I for see. the except for the ethnic ones because I don't <laughs> want to be that person. Okay. Um. Yeah. But but you know. Not the John Wayne of. of no. <laughs> no, I am not. But I am Elsa. I am Cinderella. I am Ariel. You know, us Sleeping Beauty, uh, Rapunzel. Um. You know, and I'll. Yeah. That would be Aurora, by the way. When you you are absolutely you, you, you correct. Um, yes, yeah. yes, Aurora. I was afraid the listening audience might not know as much as you. <laughs> well, now we've educated them. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, but singing telegram-wise, you know, of course I can do your standard gorilla or nurse or police woman, but I also bag ladies, um, death, you know, death incarnate, the grim reaper for, for various... See, items. someone says singing te- telegram, yeah. but I instantly go to Clue. That's the yeah. Uh, yeah. And nobody, people ask me if I've done that, but nobody, you know, that's a three-second act. 
And you know, it's a 15 minute and then you're dead. comedy yeah, act about your friend. Oh, yeah. Just so you tell about your friend. Yeah, exactly. Cute. Oh, you could segue into that. Um, the, the Grim Reaper for for uh, you know pretty much any decade um, as you're over the hill at 30, 40, 50. Wait, singing you know. Telegram Grim Reaper. Yeah, yeah. It's, kind of, it's the scream. It's the scream <laughs> costume, basically, and the size. But the I don't know. I shouldn't say they're the most fun, but it's it's always interesting to just be me and go in and be a cranky customer. Um, one of my particular favorites was one where I went down to the uh, Home Depot just off of 494 near Mall of America um, for a guy who looked younger than his age, uh, who was a manager there and pretended to be crabby about the window furnishings that I was in fact going to purchase. So <laughs> that, that gig did bring some business to that store because I bought them before I left. Method acting, um, is that what that is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Method acting, that's exactly what that's like. I'm extremely Stanislavski um, in all of my singing telegram work especially. Um, but yeah, he, I don't remember, I think people made fun of him for being metrosexual because he kind of dressed like a Ken. So I did Barbie Girl and oh, like I got him really worked up when I said that, you know, he didn't seem old enough to be able to be a manager of a store and I thought he was probably younger than me and he lied about his age he said he was 35 and it was the perfect segue because I said well I have it on good authority that this is your 30th birthday <laughs> like launched into this <laughs> ludicrous di- singing dancing act in the aisles um, so whatever you want people I'm just saying wow. ask for me by name <laughs> <laughs> not whatever you want <laughs> yeah Oh, the shenanigans I can get up to. Yeah. <laughs> I'll it let you in on the jokes if it's a joke, but, yeah. It's a real thing. Why would I talk this long if it was yeah. a joke? No, no, I, I believe you. But That's, there's some, some shenanigans I could totally get up to at work that I'm thinking right now. Absolutely. Yes, workplaces are one of my favorite. Because, you know, then at least you have a few more people. Well, some parties are really giant, too. I don't really like it when they put me on microphone in the middle of a barn. That's always a little bit weird. <laughs> I kinda, maybe the 40-person party is better where you might be able to actually sing loud enough for them to all hear you. Um, but, yeah, but workplaces are kind of great. Yeah, because it's a real mix of humans, and it's sort of interesting. I mean, of course, everybody's a little bit afraid to let loose, and they're mostly not drinking at work, which is probably a common singing telegram business, but... Oh, just, just, yeah. just the awkward, uncomfortable that I could, I could uh-huh. make someone feel. Absolutely. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Except now this is out there, <laughs> and one of my coworkers listens, but he'd be in on it, so yeah. this could be fun. <laughs> <laughs> mm. And, and are you? Uh, do you have any upcoming shows that you would like to to mention? Oh uh, well, like I said, things come up randomly for me locally, but uh, right now in September. Uh, I want to say it's the 19th or 20th. That is when Carnival Revolver will kick off uh, their season up in St. Cloud for the Pride Festival. So very exciting. It's the third year in a row we've done that. Um, but if you want to find the real date, CarnivalRevolver.com. And that's Carnival with an E. Uh, that's how it's spelled. So CarnivalRevolver.com. Otherwise, you can keep up with me on Facebook.com slash BombshellLabelleMN. Bell with an E at the end. As, as the French spell it. Ah oui, c'est bon. Yes. <coughs> oh, <laughs> exactly. <there's... laughs> That's very good. cool. Very cool. All right, so what did you pour for us, Dave? It is the bottled by Gordon McPhail. Oh, I love the McPhails. Yeah, oh. that's why it says Gordon McPhail's McPhail product of Scotland. Uh, distilled Scotland? at the Lockside Distillery. Which one? Which one is it? Lockside. Oh, which, which is I not... believe is a dead distillery. Yeah, it's possible. What's I, that mean? It, it's it's one that we've not done before. Certainly. So a lot of a lot of distilleries, people buy them. They uh, produce scotch for some amount of time and then they shut down. Oh. And um, there's an actual technical term for it, and I can't remember what it is. But mm. and what's interesting is they will often have some amount of scotch. I mean, since Scotch, obviously, they age it, and they put it in huge well, barns, storage buildings, whatever you want to call it, and it's not like when they go out of business, they just, yeah, we'll dump it in the street. So what'll happen is they'll still be aging them, and people will buy, a, the, the independent bottlers will buy them, oh. and then possibly continue to age them, or... Yeah, they'll, can't they'll do what they oh, want. Okay. Like this, this okay. one was bottled in 1991, mm-hmm. or no, sorry, distilled in 1991 and bottled in 2004. Okay. So, you're, it's been sitting around for a decade in this bottle. 
Now, the sad part is, it. once it goes in the bottle, it stops aging. Right. So, unlike wine. And, and, and a bit of news for those of you who would care, um, one of the Japanese distilleries, um, Nika, is that, is that what it is? I'd, I'd have to look. They, they, they make a coffee. Yeah, the Nika. It is yeah, Nika. It's Nika. Um, they have announced that they are going to stop uh, doing single malt. What? So, I know. So if you like their stuff or want grab to try their stuff, grab it now because it's going to start going up in price because the supply is about to go to shite. Mm. Uh, Until they so decide to start crushing them. Well, yeah. I mean, that's... All right. So what are we getting here? Hmm. Oh. Ooh. Port. <laughs> I smell port. Mm. He's not a port fan. I like this. Yeah, there's definitely a, a sweet wine. I was going more reasoning than port in what I was getting in the nose. Oh, well, it's got that... Bitter. I'd say a light floral, actually. I'm, yeah. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I'm not good enough. I've never been good enough with the flowers to, like, if it's not an obvious honeysuckle or rose, I'm like, I it's a flower. It's hard to tell no. past the alcohol, I feel like, for me, at least so far. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm getting Riesling with a touch of honey. Hmm. Which, I don't, Riesling oh, shouldn't be. the sweet, too, yeah. It's just it's so bitter to me. Maybe... I'm not getting bitter at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I smell the alcohol, but I don't. I guess it doesn't seem bitter beyond that to me. I enjoy. Oh, hi, I, kitty. I could mm-hmm. see maybe an apricot. Yeah, there's some sort of. Oh, uh, yeah, like okay. A, I can see that flower hybrid mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. I'm so Strange. technical. I know what I'm doing. Creature, <laughs> half flower, half apricot, <laughs> all demon. <laughs> well, when you get to the taste, you're not okay, wrong. We'll see. <laughs> I'm not wrong. No, it was, no, the old demon part. Oh, oh yeah. That was that Kiki. was that was a little unpleasant. Kiki, Kiki. All right, now that I know now 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 that I know what what to expect. Other people's pain is funny. <laughs> now, now I was expecting it. it got Kiki round. Okay. I'm gonna have to try right. this one more time now. Let me let me go on here. I'm actually enjoying the finish. I am too. Oh, yeah. I'll I'll let that sit in a minute, but. Yeah, I get kind of a kind of a definitely burn, but once the alcohol's gone, does that happen? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, the 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 burn, the the mm. kick of the alcohol. Palette wise, I I I, 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 let, I let it kick around for about four or five seconds. It's not bad. It, it, it's only <clears throat> after you breathe after that you're going to have the the kick, of course. So the the correct way to drink this is to not breathe. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, that's After you drink it, you stop breathing. <laughs> no, just, just. This is the best scotch ever. If you don't breathe ever again. It's the last thing you have before. <laughs> no, what I was what I was saying is, if you let it sit, and then you're sure to breathe through your nose and not through your mouth, so mm-hmm. you don't get the burn on the tongue. Uh, it, it's not that unpleasant. It, it's still pretty harsh, and, and the fact that you have to be mindful of, of not inhaling through your mouth at all so as to yeah. negate the burn as much as you can is a mark against it, certainly. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed I'm not getting the flavors I'd hoped. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's very alcoholic. Yeah. I don't know, the honey kind of comes out for me. Or yeah, I was going to say, something sweet is mm-hmm. still there, but not... Not as complex as I'd hoped. Mm, yeah. I still think it tastes like a Riesling. Yeah, yeah it t- there's, there's some sort of wine finish to it, and it's an unpleasant wine. You're not a big wine drinker. <laughs> I like myself a, a nice white, but no, I don't give a shit about rice. Oh, what is this one? What is this one running at, by the way? Forty-three percent. Okay, so, so a little. Wow, that's really harsh. Forty-three. Yeah. Right. Right, and for a twelve-year. Mm. Um, since you weren't here before for our big percentage discussion mm-hmm. uh, two weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> that joke never gets old. Yeah. <laughs> Normal bottling, forty, usually forty to forty. Forty to forty-three. 40. Sometimes it goes high as forty-six. Um, different people believe different things, but somewhere between thirty-six mm-hmm. and forty is the theoretical best percentage oh, for, really? for drinking. Oh. Um, then there's cask strength, which is <laughs> anything up to what about? Fifty. Uh, we've, we've, we've seen one as high as sixty-two or sixty-three, yeah. and that's that's yeah. kind of like clubbed on that, clubbing you on the head. But mm-hmm. most so most cask strengths you dilute. There have been a few that we've had that haven't needed it. That have, okay. I mean, that but they're been, definitely the exception. And not yeah, the yeah. 
But the flavors of a cask strength are very interesting, and you do usually get to see some interesting things when they're mm-hmm. diluted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're definitely the ones you drop a couple of uh, ice cubes in. Yeah, the, yeah. the Lafroy cast strength, once you water it down to the percentage you're supposed to, you might as well just have bought a bottle of Lafroy uh, 10 year because that's pretty much what you're getting. Yeah. The, di- the difference is, is you paid less than the cost of two bottles of Lafroy 10 year for what will effectively be two bottles of Lafroy 10 year if you do it the one to one they recommend and huh. gives essentially the same flavor. It's a little bit watered down from the 10 year, but it, it's. Definitely a drinkable Lafroy at that point, where the cast drink, straight up, do not try. No. Unless you like licking a bog. The nose is wow. still, is a lot of, is a lot more muted, but it's still a whole lot of things I don't like. Yeah, I, I'm not getting as much, I'm not getting as much of the reasonableness out of it. I, I mean, it's still there. I clearly should have done this one first. I knew I was going to do Yeah, I was surprised, too. <laughs> it's pretty neat. Pretty, wet is pretty much, there's not much nose. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Better. Yeah, the, the, it, it, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't kick your ass with the alcohol in the same way. I, it's a much nicer. I, I I watered mine a little more heavily than usual based on the, the impact of the neat. Um, I don't know. I have to say I, I think I like the neat better. Huh? Yeah, I, I totally if, like. If you handed better. this to me to me neat. I'd throw water in it. If you told me that I had to either drink it neat or not at all, I would just give it back to you. Ooh. <laughs> I, this is not the best thing I would I've, not I've ever had. Myself. Um, the, the palate now, as I'm tasting it, reminds me of the, the sea breeze facial astringent. It, it's, it's very astringenty. It, it's got some um, nail polish remover. I'm getting a very... Uh, that's kind of what I'm getting on the, on the palate. Acetone? Yeah, that's it. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, this this, this, this is one where, uh, yeah, no bueno. I can find I like it. Bombshell's fine. <laughs> Enjoying it very much. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's the beauty of single malts, is that, I mean, I found it okay. They really didn't like it. <clears throat> You're really enjoying it. I am. And I'm not entirely sure where you land. I'm having lots of mixed feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, but I, I would drink this. I would drink this wet. I would not. This would not be my first choice on a on a mm-hmm. scotch list by huh. any stretch. And it'd probably be near the bottom. But if somebody plopped a glass in front of me and said, "Hey, here you go," I'd, I'd drink it. I don't know how many things I wouldn't drink in that situation. Assuming I had a <laughs> whole the show same very long. That's true. That's true. Yeah. We, uh, I'm a newbie. It's hard. I, I we could change our mind about okay. that. Okay. That's yeah. It's probably better. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember. Dave, correct me if you can. If you can remember, is is a one on screw it, which is our, our sister wine show. One is like I would not drink this if they were handing it out free at Renfest. Mm. This this is this is this is not quite. I don't that listen bad. to podcasts. Oh, you did. All right, fine. <laughs> we have a sister podcast. And you can't be bothered. I I'm only halfway through. I can't really. I don't listen to podcasts. Right. But you don't drink wine, and it's a wine podcast, that's, right? That's awesome. But it is Don and Lana. And, and they haven't invited me on the show. What a bunch of douchebags to not invite non-wine drinkers on their wine show. I can't believe <laughs> for, that. For, for, for I the record, record, I I the record I've only been on the invite me too. I know Don. Never got and it. I like wine um, published, so so there you go. Perfect. I like to tell people I'm an apprentice wine snob. Mm. I got the snob thing down, but I don't know much about wine. Yeah, you, you're an apprentice to your wife. Wine snob. Yeah, no, no, right. But she is a wine snob, isn't she? No, my wife. <laughs> okay, Uh-oh. my Uh-oh. no, yeah, no, 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 no. My wife my likes stuff. alcoholic Kool Aid, and oh. she will be the first one to admit it. Okay. Which, by the way, if you like sweet wines, like crazy sweet wines, like alcoholic Kool-Aid, mm. um, not not cloying, uh, Quadi Vineyards. Okay. Uh, it's Electra, and they have a red and a white, and they're low alcohol, but they're um, oh, I'm um, Moscato Dasi, um, very. I'm gonna say it's gonna be a Moscato. Sweet. Okay. Well, but not a muscat. You got to be very careful because okay. muscats are a lot sweeter and coyer. Mm-hmm. Moscato d'Asti are very crisp, appley, well, honey wine. Okay. Anyway, uh, she has an incredible palate. They made her drink wine at a, at one show, and and she oh, didn't want to drink it. 
And they kept pestering her, and she finally drank it. And she's like, I get clay and tobacco and leather. (laughs) And they're like, yes, that's awesome. So I'm basically drinking a dirty leather shoe that walked across a tobacco field. Mm -hmm. Delicious. Glug into the (laughs) the spittoon. Um, And the guy was kind of crushed. And she's like, I don't like dry wine. Mm. You know? And dry wine, that includes things that everyone else is like, oh, this is incredibly sweet. And she's like, nope, dry. So, eh, you know, it means I get whatever they serve. This does go really well with the the citrus ginger cheese. Yeah, it does. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) With this cheese. This is some damn fine cheese, you guys. Whatever else we talk about. Well, okay, this... This is this is one of those stupid things that that I, I I came up with when when we were trying to figure out how to do this show is since I know our guests do have to drive home and while four tasting pours is not a lot spread across the two two and a half hours that it's generally consumed over um, you know what can I do one to help with the palate cleanse so we can do a better job of of getting what we want but also still do like pairings mm-hmm. thing because that that's an important thing when drinking alcohols. I mean, you, you hear about wine pairings all the time. Scotch is not really that different in terms of things. Scotch pairings, you know, is a thing. Um, and, and it's an important thing. We, we found that, as it's been stated before, the, the, the Elays tend to go really well with red meat. Um, the uh, the space sides tend to go well with a fruit plate. Um, if you, just natural inclinations. Um, and so I, I try to get cheeses, not not knowing necessarily what scotches I'm going to have. I try to get cheeses that would have broad appeal and and potentially pair with something. Mm-hmm. Um, Success. Yeah. Well, okay. I, so, so, some days I can't do that. The Abe Tavardi is like the winner of the cheese. Everybody there, that's been there's on the a show few is cheeses. Like, it's like cheese. It's just damn fine cheese, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and 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 for an Abe Tavardi, this the stuff that I get, uh, it's generally available at Cub Foods. Is, is where I've been getting it. Um, it's it's an inexpensive Abe Tavardi, um, and it, it's got the right the right level of crystallization, and it's just oh oh oh, but. Uh, that's not what we're scoring on the fight. <laughs> right. We might do Extreme Tasting League Cheese as a spinoff oh show gosh. at some point. Please but... invite me on that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll come back. Oh, but we do have a scotch to rate here. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I'm going to put Dave on the spot. Oh, God. Um, 4.5, right? Because that's always fun. You know, I, I drank mm. it. It was put in front of me and free, but... And a gun was in my head. <laughs> it is okay. Be a Russian judge. I... I, I would I would not drink it neat to save my life, and I I would water the shit out of it. I think yeah. I'm gonna have to give it like a 1.75. <clears throat> well, I did not mind it one little bit. Um, I'm not gonna run out and buy this, which I have done with a couple of other scotches we've had. Certainly, um, I not quite up to snuff. I mean, there were some definite downsides to it, but I think I'm gonna go with a 2.8. Really, that that you, you're comparing this evenly with the Glenfiddich Age of Discovery that we had two weeks ago. Oh, that's right. I did give that a chance. <laughs> this is why I track. No, that's a good. So that's smart. A good point. I quite enjoyed the Age of Discovery for what it's worth. Everyone. <laughs> um, that's I would drink the Age of Discovery certainly before this. Oh yeah. So, two five. Okay, I was gonna say she's gonna be offended if you don't lower your. <laughs> Uh, you guys are, and I have some feelings. Um, I, I have to say... I'm not a robot! <laughs> I'm not a robot! After the neat tasting, I mean, I really do like that kind of honey finish that I was getting, but I gotta tell you, it's a bit too kicky. It's a bit too kicky for my general taste, and um, I'm gonna have to go 1.8. I'm gonna go above Dave. I am, but I can't, in good conscience, name it as a thing I would buy. Well, I'm going but to be... But buy it, girl. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to be the outlier here. Yeah, and, excellent. Uh, I loved how it smelled. It was kind of sad that once it got wet that it kind of lost that fragrance. But mm. taste-wise, uh, it wasn't as smoky as the last one. So mm-hmm. just comparing from the two, I, I appreciated it much more. Not um, a fan of the smoky? But, I mean, it, it's okay. It was just uh, it was a little much for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I appreciate that that's what goes into scotch. But I'm going to give it a 3.7. Yeah, you go, yeah, girl. That's would, perfectly, you know. It's important to find the audience, you know. Yeah. Every my price range. And, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it. The price range is free. This is, this is. 
<laughs> I said if I were to go out and buy this myself. Uh, oh, I, I, I uh, this was probably not cheap. No. No? Oh, I thought we mentioned it earlier. No, no. This is an independent bottler, and usually mm. these are either... It tends to raise the cost by about 50%. Isn't that crazy? It's either, it's either high, substantially higher or substantially lower. Okay. So with this one, being that it's a distillery that's no longer around, theory, and one we've never heard of at least. Yeah, one's not generally available. It means it's probably going to be higher. Um, usually the minimum that an independent distiller typically runs, except for like a low end, is going to be about 100 bucks. And even at a low end, it's going to be about 100 bucks. So okay. like if you look at like a, a Kalila 12, you can get a Kalila 12 by an independent distiller for twice the price. Which, now, which you can also is get like a... This one was Lockside. You mm. can also get a, uh, like a McAllen, I, I think I have like a McAllen 20 from Gordon McPhail or Island. Uh, McMurray David. And <clears throat> I paid half the price of what a McAllen 21 would be. So you can, you can it, it levels out towards the higher ends, but on the lower ends, they, 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 they get theirs. Mm. Got it. Well, you got to keep the highlands in business because I love them. But <laughs> I would I would say based on what you were saying though, um, space sides and highlands would probably be ones you would enjoy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, just just FYI, the um, Lockside Distillery founded 1957. Status demolished. <laughs> uh, water source interesting borehole aquifer. Mothballed in 1992, demolished in 2004 to 2005. It was so this was the second to last year of distill distillation. It was a distillery in Montrose, uh, Angus, pursued, uh, produced single malt and grain whiskey, owned by McNabb, later oh, Allied, and yeah, uh, other you know cast iron, mash ton, stainless steel washbacks, blah blah blah, two wash stills, two spirit stills. You know, which if you spend a lot of time reading about distilleries matters, but otherwise, we, we it's not a smaller. Go into that. So yeah, it's a smaller. It's a smaller distillery. Sure. That was the main thing I was looking. Uh, ex bourbon casks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, is all that yeah. it's saying. So yeah. So um, serious. How did you feel? I, I I would make joke being Russian judge, but these people have already rated less than I would. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna give it a straight two. I it, there, it was oh, not okay. exciting. I mean, it, it's it. I was tempted to hit that number. Yeah, it, it's. The, the, <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> I I did I didn't think it deserved to be under two as as much as it was not something that spoke to me personally. Um, I also didn't think it was utter trash. We certainly had things that were worse, and and, and I kind of feel that the two might be a little unfair. To go a straight two, I would maybe take it as high as two and a quarter. I'm gonna leave the two because that's what I said. Neat, it, it didn't do anything for me. The, the kick was too much. Um, the nose was fun, neat, but you know, if I want to keep the bottle for aromatherapy, that's fine. That, that's a different thing. But you know, I prefer to drink my scotch given enough time. I, and, and you know, I've got so many bottles to go through now. This was certainly going to be one that, like, eh, this will be buying for a while. So that's fine. Um, I'm but, good with ginger ale. I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> I'm going to hurt you so much. I'm going to take that challenge. That's, that's, that's running gang seven or eight now. Yeah. I, think we've hit, I think we've hit pretty much every one of them. There was no yeah. apple involved tonight. So, uh, no, there certainly was not. No. Um, yeah, I, I just, I think a straight two, somewhere between two and two five, but two is what I'm going to put on the website when I finally get around to posting the scores on the website again. <laughs> and speaking of the website, since we fail to pimp that as often as we should, it is uh, scotch.xtlpodcast.com. Our sister show, Screw It, a podcast about wine, can be found at wine.xtlpodcast.com, hosted by two former guests of this show, Don and Lana, uh, and they do an, an excellent job doing their, their wine show. Um, they are much more chaotic about their selection than we are, uh, is, is my opinion. It's, it's, well, wine is far more chaotic. They have no... <laughs> so chaotic. Wine is just like, whatever, they, just jam it in a bottle and drink it. They are also more chaotic to their posting schedule than we are. They, they, they post one a month, but when it'll, when it'll hit in that month, you never really know. That's, well, they're probably drunk most of the time. Well, they're also probably both... Actresses and have schedules that don't allow them to be as consistent. Blah as we blah are. blah. So I, I have a life. <laughs> yeah. 
The I'm not like, going to break the fourth wall and admit what day this actually is. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. But. <laughs> and, and for the record, since we skipped right past it, uh, there was no reading uh, of any notes no. because there were no notes of any yeah. kind on this bottle no. other than, you know, where it came from. I so missed my pretension. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. I did not I didn't get miss to it. read it all this morning. Except for the parts about old men that I never even heard about, so yeah, all there, the imagery there are some in the one two weeks but, ago. But before you leave tonight, I'll let you read the Dalmore. Oh, because that one's that one's a fun story. Please my, do. My wife gave me a, a bottle of Alberfeldi Twenty One. Oh, and yeah. it came with a book. I don't mean a booklet. Mm-hmm. I mean it had hard bindings and it, so nice. and it, and it, yeah. You just understood then, though, right? And you read it, and it's got the history and stories about mm-hmm. old men on docks and things. Yeah, Love those men. <laughs> <laughs> old parts of them. Old, old parts of them. I love it in their entire entire. I'm letting things about Natalie tonight. Parts of old men, right? Parts of newer. What? Oh, never mind. I'm digging. I'm not sure that's better. All right, so uh, because I'm a dick, I didn't give them fair warning. Even though Natalie was here, she she knew we closed out two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, I had so much time. time. What was I doing? (laughs) So so, so does anybody have a toast they would like to close out on? I noticed that uh, Dave has not had his portable memory correct. The hive mind has not. My 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 voice was a downer last week. So there's something so more positive. Do you do you have do you have a toast you'd like to make? that it's real specific but honestly I'm so grateful for the friends and community and and the new community and friends that I feel like are out there and uh, you know that they're there for you just just seek them because there's a there's seven billion people in the world and you only need maybe six or eight to feel like you found a place where you belong and a lot of them like scotch they sure do (laughs) and I'm working on it (laughs) (laughs) cheers